Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Now, he said good morning from Phoenix, Arizona, where it will hit 90 degrees today. Listen, Tom, be very grateful that you are the age that you are and you have the ability to be in Phoenix because, quite frankly, it's all I can think about right now. How about that? Do you know how many snowbirds are stuck up here right now for whatever reason, not being able to get out of Canada into the warm locales? November's like the worst month to be stuck here. Yep, yep, yep. At least by January, February, you're used to it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Welcome, Canada, to the RP Show, episode number 462. I stand corrected. What? It's April, not November. It's April. The farmers are very happy. I should have put a photo up from, (laughs) for those that don't know, here in the sweatpants capital. I shoveled six inches of snow from our front step yesterday. Left the house today. I was a little bit behind. I'm like, again? (laughs) Except it's three times as long. There's like two feet. So anyways, I see my friends, because I follow a lot of farmers, producers, ag people on Twitter. They're like, thank you, Mother Nature. Thank you, God. So I understand that. That's why I've been calling this a billion-dollar snowfall yesterday. Maybe today was a two-billion-dollar snowfall, because our number one industry out here is agriculture. So, uh, And who loves ag? What does agriculture love? Hockey and football. That's right. Yeah. So fun day today. And a newsworthy day-to-day, too, by the way. The Canadian Football Hall of Fame announcing just this morning, I think it was 7 a.m., the Hall of Fame induction class. That's part of our quick six, but I'll, but I'll just say our guest today from that class is Nick Lewis. Thick Nick is going to be in the bunker with his business partner, Gerald Smiley. So we won't just be talking about Nick Lewis's football career. We're going to be talking about his post-football career, which, if, if I may... I mean, it involves us around here, but mm-hmm. he is as excited as about that as he is about football. And Am that, I right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's how you know it's going to be successful. So Gerald Smiley, Guy Smiley, I'll call him, 
and uh, Nick Lewis will be with us. That's in hour two. And coming up later on in hour one, Gary Lawless, Vegas Golden Knights insider to recap the uh, NHL trade deadline. couple uh, small moves by Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. They won last night. Everything's coming up great with Canada's team. Everything's good. Okay. Let's hit the quick six show topics. Please, Director Jordan. Please and thank you. And I will get to your comments in a moment, folks. This is our portion of the show. And it's the warm-up, by the way, for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Let me get Georgie, uh, the Greek freak's text here. Order a fabulous Four Seasons pizza and your favorite beverage for takeout and delivery. One-stop shopping, call, or order online. You're locked down. You're under two feet of snow. And you got... Hockey on the television. What else do you need? It's a pizza night. Yeah, it's a pizza night. Yeah. Call the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Okay. So the number one, it's good CFL news in that the Canadian Football Hall of Fame announced its induction class for 2021 today. And I just mentioned Nick Lewis is one of them. Elsewhere, Marv Levy, one of the biggest names in football. It's shocking that he is not in yet, to be honest with you. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Marv Levy now went in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. He coached the Montreal Alouettes for five years in the 70s, won two great cups. He's a stud there, and he's 95 years of age, by the way, and just sharp as a tack. He's going in. Uh, also, Doug Mitchell, the former commissioner of the Canadian Football League, and then Will Johnson, Don Wilson, Orlando Steinauer, Mike Walker, and I believe I have everybody. Yeah, that's, every, that's all of them. It's a big class, and I'm showing my age in that I remember, I feel like I have a kinship or association with all of them in that I called the games with Orlando Steinauer and Nick Lewis. Mike Walker was a rider coach here along the D-line. I mean, he had a Hall of Fame playing career with Hamilton. Don Wilson, I had his trading card back in the day with the Argos. Will Johnson, when he played with the Calgary Stampeders, we used to go to the bar in Calgary when I was at Mount Royal University college at the time there was a place called the Longhorn Trio Grand and it was Darren as fantastic as it sounds wow I used to bump into Theo Fleury in the bathroom at that place and Will Johnson we would just look at Will Johnson and go whoa that's Will Johnson <laughs> you know what I mean what a stud oh yeah so that's my association with Will Johnson bumping into him on McLeod Trail South in Calgary Back in our misspent youth. And then uh, Doug Mitchell, who I'm not sure I've ever met, but I know his son Scott Mitchell quite well. He's the president of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, or has a very prominent role with them. So that's a great class. What are your thoughts on the class? That's a great class. And you look at you know, some of the players in that class. I mean, Will Johnson. But you look at, for me, Orlando Steinauer and Nick Lewis. They were stars in the Canadian Football League that I grew up watching. Yeah. They were the stars. Right. I mean, right there. So that's for me, it's funny, you know, when you start to age now, the Hall of Fame class becomes is starting to become my heroes. Yeah. Right. I mean, Gene uh, Mikowski was one of them when he went in with the Riders and now it's it's happening now. So I have great memories of watching these these Hall of Famers um, playing and that's going to continue. So it's kind of it's kind of fun now to be at this age to be able to see it. Of course, we are broadcasting from the rectangle, the heartbeat of the Canadian Football League, and it's interesting to note no Saskatchewan Rough Riders in this induction class. Now, the former executive director of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, Mark DeNoble, is a very good friend of mine, but he's not with the Hall of Fame anymore. We've been going back and forth the past couple of weeks. Mark used to always ensure there was a Rough Rider in that class, at least one. You go back and you just look. 
Eddie Davis, Tom Shepard, Bobby Jurison. There was always one because he's like, I know that it'll drum up huge interest in the 306. And Mark, I think, had a hand in this class, too. It's not that he didn't, but I think that maybe they feel that they can get enough buzz across the whole country. They don't need to put in the uh, wouldn't be the token Rough Riders because those guys deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, too. But I will say this. Arash, he and I are texting back and forth. He's mounted the campaign to get Dwayne Mandruziak into the Hall of Fame the 49-year equipment manager of the Eskimos who was let go this offseason. And I, my personal campaign is for Ken Austin, to be honest with you. So, anyways, it's about this year's class and way to go. Bravo. 2.2, CFL is in talks with the federal government for funding. It's interesting. If you watched real closely to the show yesterday, what we were saying was, I'm not saying the CFL won't play in 2021. There's a lot of people that really feel that they will. We explained the reasons what the hurdles are to get in, but a big part of it is getting federal funding from the uh, from Ottawa. And I'll get to the XFL merger in a moment. I don't know where it's going to go. You see, Air Canada's getting a couple billion from the government. I don't think you can compare the Canadian Football League versus Air Canada. One is an essential service, I would suggest. The other uh, is uh, is a luxury. I don't like to say it, but we learned here in the pandemic that sports is a luxury. We can survive without it. If I said it's 50-50 that Ottawa will write a check, would that be, what would you say are the chances of that? Yeah, probably 50-50. You know, there's, there's a lot more pressure coming on the government now to write a check um, when it comes to a second season. Um, yeah, I, I would say 50-50. I don't think it's a slam dunk. You know, the interesting thing is the request, we're likely, if they're going to get a check, we're going to see the CFL's books. Right? Yeah. That's coming. Um, so... Yeah, I'd like to think that we've learned from it if we're the CFL, and I'd like to think that the government's... You don't go back to the government a second time unless you're pretty confident that you're, that you're uh, going to have more success than you did the first time, right? I don't think you go in blind saying, well, let's just ask again, and maybe the answer's changed. Right, no, the headline at Three Down Nation, or as we're lovingly calling it Three Dunk Nation yesterday, was back again. CFL asking for money, but you're saying it's not necessarily that. So I want them to play. I do. Um, On the Hall of Fame class, Jeff Stamps, Jeff the Stamps fan, says, many assume Charleston Hughes is the Stamps' all-time leading sacker. It is, in fact, Will Johnson. He goes on to say, Will became a constable for Calgary Police Service post-football career. I'm telling you, Will Johnson, stud in every regard. Mondo respect for Will Johnson from here. Uh, From the comments slipped off the page here, but somebody was referring to, it was a new viewer on YouTube. I got to give him his, from Card Collector 88. He says, I love the CFL class this year. Everybody feels this is just a whiz-bang class for the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, so they got it right. But back to the CFL thing, man, I want to get to hockey, and we're just, uh, it's time flies on this show, hey? Oh, yeah. Just on the 2021 season, again, 50-50 if they get the money. I'm hoping they play. I'm not even in, I'm not even in possession of necessarily all of the facts. And I would have wavered on what I was saying about the MLSC and where the CFL's at right now with MLSC if, if it wasn't the guys that were on the other end of the phone with me. And I'm not going to give any hints whatsoever because they made me swear that I wouldn't. But I'm like, I respect these guys so much. They've been around so long. Why they're calling me, I don't know. But they are. So I'm very confident in where they're going with an XFL-CFL merger. And by the way, on that, I read somewhere, because I read all the articles yesterday, that the federal government people say we want to fund a league that's going to be around for years. 
I think there's a very good chance that the Rock, Redbird, CFL, this merger could still be called the Canadian Football League. I really do. Wally's been interviewed on this. Wally said the Rock has tremendous respect for the CFL. So would it be a little more palatable to you, folks, if it was an 18-19 team league on both sides of the border, but it was still called the Canadian Football League? We still had our Lions, Alouettes, Argos, Blue Bombers, and we played for the Grey Cup. What did the guy in Entourage say? Hmm. Is, that How does some, that, is that something you might is be interested in? Is that something you might be interested in? What do you think? Absolutely. And that's kind of what I've been saying, too, is there's no evidence to say, look, we're talking about killing the CFL. We're talking about calling it the XFL and joining forces with the XFL. No, they're just talking. Yeah. Exploring possibilities for a merger. And as we've said again, and I'll repeat it here, where, you know, when you're, when you're entering a relationship, you want to bring value. Yeah. So what is the CFL's value? Great game, wonderful traditions, Grey Cup, history, the, the great rules that we play by. And what does the XFL bring? Really nothing but these franchises that are already in place. Yep. And Redbird brings the marketing and the business. So that's where the XFL brings franchises, and that's it. They haven't really succeeded. So markets that are interested. Redbird brings the business and marketing and branding, and the CFL brings the wonderful game. So let's take all this, put it under the CFL's umbrella, we'll own it as Redbird, and away we go. <laughs> Who was the guy on the golf course that, is that something you might be interested in? <laughs> Who was that guy that said it was an old Hollywood producer? He was, and he did it all the time. Yeah. What if I told you? What if I told <laughs> See, you? Isn't that this similar CFL, to that? Exactly. Anyways, there Bob, you go. Bob Ryan. There you go, CFL. Yep. We spent 12 minutes on the CFL. we got to move on. Monday NHL leftovers will just stick to the Scotia North Division. Montreal beating Toronto 4-2 on the very uh, night that the Leafs made all their moves. Of course, they didn't have them in the lineup, but I'm just saying the Habs won. Makes things interesting. Ottawa beat Winnipeg 4-2, and the comments are coming in like crazy. James in Henderson, sorry, James Henderson in Borden, Manitoba says, One loss to Ottawa, and everyone's ready to jump ship. Jets fans need to calm down. Even Toronto has trouble with this engine. You can't win every game. Go Jets. I'm watching the Ottawa game going, Mark Mathot might be right. The Sens might be better in three years than the Leafs, but that's so far away, we're not even going to talk about that right now. But it leads into our poll question today. With the NHL trade deadline behind us, who is Canada's Stanley Cup favorite? Edmonton, Montreal, Toronto, Winnipeg. Running away with it on Twitter, Darren is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Same as on Facebook, I see. Yeah. Second place, Winnipeg. And I voted for the Winnipeg Jets. Edmonton third, Montreal fourth. Uh, moving on. Well, let me just say this. 17 trades yesterday. 26 players moved. We'll get into that with Gary. Plus, I think he's got some thoughts on the CFL stuff. Um, the Pats, the Regina Pats, God's team are now 0-1 without Connor Bedard, and I could kick my own butt. I forgot the Winnipeg ice hat that they gave me. I was going to put it up here. I'll be here tomorrow again. I'll bring the ice hat because it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't put it up yesterday when the Pats were playing the Winnipeg ice. No. Winnipeg won 3-1. It was a very fun game. I had uh, friends writing me after the game saying, that was fun. Right? Glad I got access to watch this. Oh, yeah. So I'm just saying the Pats are 0-1 without Connor Bedard. It is what it is. Because you know people will freak out and go, oh, what are you saying? I'm saying they're 0-1 without Connor Bedard. And tonight they got the PA Raiders at 8 p.m. and we'll be calling that game. So that's what's going on in the dub hub. 
Uh, point five, the Blue Jays fall 3-1 to the New York Yankees. I'm not, listen, I'm a Jays fan. I'm not a baseball aficionado. I'll read you the scores. I'm not dissecting the games. I got hockey to talk about, brother. And the CFL's house is on fire. That's what I'm paying attention to. Cool? Cool. Capiche? Capiche. Uh, point six, and the last one is a good one. Ryan, you got my photo, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Put this up today. TSN 1050 Trana is celebrating its 10-year anniversary today. And look at that. Just look at that. I know our listeners can't that are listening at rodpeterson.com slash listen live. They are the home of the Argos. But you wouldn't know it. Austin Matthews, Kyle Lowry, Vladdy, some soccer player I've never seen or heard of. And that's fine. And then Tom Brady, Tampa Tom. What the hell? Why not? How about that? How about that? Come on, TSN 1050 Toronto. What does this say? Now, I loved the Jordan uh, Potswald of the Fox Radio sent that to me this morning. And I'm debuting on Fox Radio on Monday. I'm very excited about that. But he sent that to me and we're like, Who's posting this? Is this an an intern that doesn't know any better? Was this the top social media person that, like, are they intentionally snubbing the Argos? Was it an oversight? What the hell? People saying, what about the Bills? The Bills would have fit in real nice on that red, white, and blue banner you had there with the Leafs and the Raptors and the Toronto FC. What is going on with TSN and the CFL? It's wild. Is this an oversight or a deliberate kick in the cojones? It's neither. What it's not, is it? It's not an oversight. It's not a deliberate kick in the in the nuts. It's they didn't even think about the Argos. It's they, an oversight then. It, you know? But it wasn't yeah, but it, when I think of oversight, I think of mistake. They don't think it was a mistake. It just doesn't even on the radar. And, <laughs> and to me, as a branding kind of marketing guy, this isn't a Toronto problem. It's a CFL problem. You know, it's not a TS, sorry, it's not a TSN problem. It's a, it's a, CFL, it's a problem. CFL problem. Because if your product isn't big enough to get on the radar and for them to want to put you on their billboards, that's a you problem, not a them problem. They're going to put on their billboard what they think is most topical to their listeners and what's going to have the biggest impact and what represents their station. And it's sad that the Argonauts are on their station as a rights holder and they don't consider it part of, you know, what they want to highlight in terms of station programming. So that's, it's tough. And TSN, you know, I do think there's some responsibility there to play ball, to have those conversations, but it's, that's tough. Uh, Chris Bird in Toronto is watching and he says, it's a Toronto radio station. What did you expect? A picture of Connor McDavid? You better damn well be trolling Chris Bird. What do I expect? A player from the football team of which you carry their games on your radio station. If you're that big of a jerk with your comments, I don't need you watching the show. Like, that's cheeky. Right? Is that, that's trolling. If you actually think the Argos shouldn't be part of an ad for TSN 1050 and they carry their games, then I didn't go. I don't want you because you're not, you're not jiving with what we're doing here every day. And I would, don't know why you would be watching in the first place if you don't think there's anything wrong with that. 
Anyways, we're way over time. Gary Lawless next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It's It certainly is, and this is amazing. Darren DuPont here in the break. First thing you got to ask, Gary Lawless, is about the TSN 1050 billboard. So before we talk about the CFL and Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, let's go to the Valley now, or the Meadow. That's what Las Vegas stands for, by the way, in Spanish. Let's bring him in, Gary Law. Hey, Gary, we're, we're all on pins and needles here, edge of our seat. Oh, yeah. Wondering what you think about the TSN 1050 billboard with Tom Brady on it and not in Argo. Well, the guy that markets 1050, his job is to attract listeners. And clearly, that more people go to 1050 to listen to NFL news and than they do to listen for Argo news. The Argo's ratings don't register there. They, they, they don't register. They're, they're, no one listens. And it's a really good product. Mike Hogan's great at his job. Uh, we know what, how good the CFL product is, but no one cares to listen on, on radio in Toronto. So I don't, blame the, I don't blame the marketing guy for doing what he's supposed to do. Well, that's funny. But what about the people that are Bills fans going, where's, where's Josh Allen? Is there anything to that? Why do you got to put Tom Brady on there? Nah, he's the most recognizable football player in the world. That's a pretty good start. <laughs> okay. Oh, Gary's defending TSN. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> we all want no, to put bets I'm down. No, no, hold on. I'm not defending TSN. I'm defending the guy that made that decision because, you know, at the end of the day, he has to, he's got to answer to somebody and <laughs> he's doing his job. And he's doing his job the right way, as far as I can tell. Yeah, well, by the way, I don't think they're going to take it down. I don't think he's going to be in trouble. I get what no. you're saying, but can you not see why the CFL and the Argos might be a little miffed? As a matter of fact, they are. And actually, let's segue into where the CFL finds itself today in the story that I'm leading with MLSE uh, taking over the CFL. What's your read on what's going down here? Uh, what do you mean? Is that a story or is that a rumor? What is that? Everything. What's your take on what you're following and what you know? Oh, sorry. I, I thought you said on the MLSE taking over the CFL. I don't know if there's any, uh, I don't believe there's any legs to that. I don't think uh, the Rough Riders or the Blue Bombers want to be owned by anybody other than, than their communities. So uh, that would be, a, that, that story doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm in the dark like a lot of other people are because Randy Ambrosi won't come out and say what's actually happening right now. And it's, it's really interesting. Like when this story first broke, when Dave Naylor first started talking about the story, first of all, Dave was the bad guy, right? And he was wrong and there was nothing to this story. And then all of a sudden, oh, okay, there are, this story is accurate. It's not Dave's fault anymore. It's the people that are possibly considering this, this, this merger with the XFL, which I believe is uh, certainly they're having talks about a merger and not about, you know, a couple of games or a playoff game against one another. Jerry Cardinal and the people at Redbird, they're not interested in that. They, they want to have a full-blown merger with the CFL. 
And whether or not that happens, I don't know. When it happens, I don't, I don't know. There's lots of variables. Um, whether or not there's a CFL season this year, I, I'm not sure about that either. There's, uh, a, a, there's a, a huge, huge void of information right now, and that's because um, the people that run the CFL aren't, aren't talking, and they need to talk. They need to share a little more of what is actually going on. So are we done with this and we can talk hockey, or do you have anything else on this? <clears throat> Hmm? Well, <laughs> ask me a question. Like I, 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 you know, I have lots of thoughts, but I'm not just going to ramble on it. Like, did what? What? What exactly? What would you like to to hear about? Well, I mean, you're talking to different people than I'm talking to. Uh, I mean, you see some reporters in this country that are guaranteeing a season, and I can only think they're getting that from the teams. And I'm like, I think they're a long <clears throat> ways. They're a long ways from getting onto the field this year. Federal funding. Do you well, see I'll that happening? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, there's not going to be a season if they can't put people in the stands. The CFL can't afford that. They can't afford to have a season without ticket-buying people in the stands. Um, maybe maybe Saskatchewan and Winnipeg would be okay doing that, but like, Toronto's not going to do that. The guys in Montreal aren't going to do that. The people in BC aren't going to do that. It's it's to me, I'd be surprised if Calgary would was willing to to throw that money uh, down the toilet. So uh, I don't I don't see that happening. No. Okay. They, they well, need to sell tickets and and. They play. Uh, so that's a huge unknown because we don't know what's going to happen with the vaccination rollout in yeah. COVID. We just don't know, so it's a yeah. huge unknown. But let me say this. I, I don't know if you were watching earlier. I wouldn't be as confident in my MLSC story if it wasn't for the people that I'm talking to, that I trust, that have been around this league and game for decades. I'm not wavering in what I'm reporting on MLSC's intentions here with the CFL, and that includes the merger. So how about this? Could it emerge still as the Canadian Football League with – largely Canadian rules, and would that fly on this continent? Yeah, not, not Canadian rules. Like, like this, I, I, and I, I want to be really careful because I love, <laughs> I love the Canadian game, I love the three-down game, and the ratio makes sense to me in the CFL as it is currently constructed. But you're not going to have a team in St. Louis playing three-down football and having to have you know, 21 Canadians. What's the number of Canadians now? 21, 20 that you have to have on the roster. Like, yeah. Th- that, that's, that's not, that's not going to happen. Um, as far as the names, like, you know, to me, it's just like the NFL. You would have uh, the CFL would be the Canadian division and the XFL would be uh, the U S division. The International football league. We want to uh, for an umbrella, but uh you know, we have the old AFL, which is now the AFC, and the NFL, which is the NFC. Uh, that, that to me, that's the way to work around that. Yep, cool. I see that. I think you could have the Canadian ratio for for the Canadian teams and no ratio in America. So, it happened in the nineties. Yeah, do you, and you think that, and you think it would be competitive? It was. They were about five hundred against each other. Canada American teams. I somebody sent me the stats. Yeah, for. Yeah, for for they were, but it you know the last year Baltimore was way different than everybody else, and it looked to me like it's like I worked for the Argos in nineteen ninety six, and we were basically uh, a hybrid of the Memphis Mad Dogs and the and a bunch of players from the Baltimore Stallions and Doug Flutie and then and Pinball Clements. You know, it was uh, uh, I, I don't know how the ratio could could I don't know how you could function against 
just the, 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 the pool of talent in the U.S. and the development in football is, is just so much greater. But I would there is no radio. There's a huge explosion of, uh, of Canadian players, you know, playing in the NCAA and playing in the NBA. I wonder if the ratio helps or hurts. No, I know. I just, I'm all for preserving Canadian football, as are you. So I don't know any other way yeah. around it than doing this. Now we got to get to hockey because the questions are coming in. Mark Zosel, the biggest Golden Knights fan in Melfort, says, ask Gary what he thinks of the Golden Knights trades. And how close was Taylor Hall well, to coming to Vegas? Any thoughts on all that? Yeah, Taylor Hall wasn't a fit financially. You know, Vegas didn't have... Uh, uh, didn't have very much cap room. And th- this team was built. It was interesting, you know, like last year, Kelly McCrimmon, you know, when he, when he, they made certain decisions in the off season and they knew that they were going to, you know, have cap room at the deadline to add players. And they had Robin Leonard, Alec Martinez and Nick cousins. Well, this year they knew they weren't going to have very much cap room. And so they knew they weren't going to be a big player on deadline day. And uh, you know, Obviously, they they worked their they worked the process and got as close as they could. I'm sure on a number of things, but uh, the app wise, the cost for the player. Like I don't think they were gonna trade their first round pick this year. Um, there's I think Bobby Lowe's and his staff is gonna have an edge over a lot of teams this year. The lack of viewings because of the lack of 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 junior hockey and college hockey this year due to COVID uh, Vegas is so good. And Bobby Lowe's is so good. I think it gives them an edge and they're going to use um, their picks. They've got a first and they've got New Jersey second, which is going to be almost a first. Uh, they, they weren't going to take those picks out of Bobby Lowe's hand. And I, and I think that was a real wise decision. What are you getting specifically in Matthias Janmark and the plans for him? Because that was the big move yesterday by the Golden Knights. Yeah, he's he's going to play left wing on the third line to start with Alex Tuck and Nosek. This year, his production has tailed off a little bit recently because I think that the fact that he created that affected a little bit. He can really skate. Uh, he's not a natural scorer, but he scores because he goes to the hard areas. He's always around the blue ice. He's actually quite physical. Um, he's thick. Uh, someone compared him to Chandler Stevenson yesterday. Boy, if they found another Chandler Stevenson, uh, that would be <laughs> that would be tremendous because uh, Chandler has turned out to be. You know, they got him from Washington for a fifth round pick. And he's turned out to be a fantastic player. He was tremendous last night uh, in the win over uh, the Los Angeles Kings. Had a couple of breakaways, wasn't able to pull the trigger. But if they're getting a player similar to Stevenson, um, and, and I'm not sure that's the case. I, I, I think he's a, a middle six player that can really skate and plays on his toes and he's going to fit in real nicely. Well, I'll tell you, uh, you already have Braden McNabb and Chandler Stevenson as Saskies, and our guy Nelson Hackowitz writes in our VP of Sim Events says, how close was Getz coming to Vegas? I'll tell you when that, when that one hit that that might happen, we were pretty excited. That would have been the third Saskia, but you talked about money. Yeah. There's no way that you could fit Ryan Getz left into what you're doing in Vegas. Yeah, would have, players would have had to have moved, and you know, there's this is a really good team. Uh, Kelly McCrimmon did not want to touch his – he didn't want to subtract – uh, and Kevin Cheveldayoff, this is an expression 
uh, comes from him. Uh, I don't know where he got it from, but you know, you don't want to you don't want to dig a hole to fill a hole. And so, uh, you know, they weren't going to move uh, one of their one of their top six or seven defensemen out in order to bring in Ryan Getzlaff because then they weaken their blue line. So. Uh, I don't know how that one was ever going to work, and I'm—I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I don't—I don't think the Anaheim was interested in trading him. I think that ownership uh, loves Ryan Getzlaff. They see him as uh, as a lifelong duck, and uh, I think he'll probably—they'll sign a deal for him uh, going forward this offseason, uh, reduced money and a reduced role. But I don't see him going anywhere. Hey, I got to say this. Uh, obviously, I watch every game. I refrain from texting you because I don't want to. Uh harass you but it looks like you're having a lot of fun with some crowds there in t-mobile arena finally and it's been going on now for a few weeks eh yeah 3950 is uh what they're at now and hopefully uh, uh hopefully we're getting more soon um and nevada has done a great job uh, uh in terms of um vaccinating people there's a, a lot of people here uh, already have the vaccine uh, and uh, and Anybody can go get it. As of April 5th, anyone that is eligible to get the vaccine in Nevada, the governor's done an excellent job. You can just go get just go get the vaccine here now, and that's going to that's gonna help uh, the numbers at T-Mobile Arena. Excellent. Well, like I say, it looks like a lot of fun. Anything else, Gary, to say to your uh, native land before we let you go? <laughs> uh, well, I, I hear it's snowing. I talked to Dennis Payak this morning. And uh, uh, you know, this classic Dennis, he said, well, it's good for the farmers. Always positive, Dennis. And that's, uh, that's oh. one of the reasons we love him so much. Billion-dollar snowfall around here. Two straight days, yeah. man. We're popping champagne corks. And by the way, how about our boy Munzee? You saw his new job. Yeah, Brian is uh, going to be working for, uh, for Golf Manitoba. Uh, that's, uh, that's great news for uh, someone who was uh, affected by, uh, by, we talked about TSN, uh, by those cuts, which uh, I didn't quite understand in Winnipeg. That was a, a fantastic radio station. And uh, our boy Hustler has kind of followed your model. You're, uh, you're a trendsetter, Rod, an <laughs> innovator. Yeah. Thank these guys. It was their idea that are standing around here off, okay. off camera. All right, Gary, thanks. Right. Go Golden Knights. Thanks for the time. All right. Take care, guys. Gary Lawless, Vegas Golden Knights insider. From Lawless and Order, every second intermission on AT&T Sportsnet in Vegas. Any thoughts on that before we break? No, it was good. It was good. Um, it's always fun having Gary on. And um, yeah, the Getzloff thing in, in Vegas wasn't. It was exciting, though. It was exci- oh, yeah. It was exciting. <laughs> that would have been great. I'm not sure I could have handled it. I know. Those, those throwback jerseys, the, the third jerseys shouldn't be red. They should be green. Wouldn't that be something? That That'll be next. Green and yellow, right? <laughs> we'll be back with a sports update and more. On the way, Nick Lewis, Canadian Football Hall of Famer announced today. It's the RP Show, Game Plus Television, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rod. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey, Cinny girl. She is watching on YouTube. She says, Rod is definitely a trendsetter. If I'd have known that, I would have dressed up. I got my dear Valley uh, bunny hug on here today. <laughs> April 23rd, 
If we went out there and golf today, we'd never find our ball. No, no chance. It's all white. We thought we were close, eh? No kidding. Anyways, we'll get to all the fun topics that are on the table today. Nelson, our uh, VP of Sim Events, is the fortress at home is the best NHL fan experience to come out of the pandemic. It was great before the pandemic. I'll never forget first game that I'm in the fortress in Vegas. Kelly McCrimmon texted me after. I was with my brother. We're in our hotel room after the game. And Kelly's like, what did you think? And I'm like, I didn't know where to look next, Kelly. Like, at least on Saturday when I go again, I'll have an idea what's coming. Yeah. Right? There's friggin' Cirque du Soleil people dropping from the ceiling. There's sword fights on the concourse. There's dancing girls when you come in. I'm like, whoa, 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 what? This is hockey? I did. was Yeah. And I can't remember who it was. It might have been Gary that said we went for lunch with Lawless. And um, he goes, sometimes the players get caught in a TV timeout just <laughs> watching what's going on. Who normally does that? You don't, you know. No, it's like, yeah, the kid goes to the city to play in the city tournament right from the small town. And then you look around at the big rink yeah. and you're like, the ban- you're reading the banners on the bench. Same thing, right? but this is at another level. And I can I tell another funny story because I know people like – and we do have breaking great news here. Just hang on. I'll tell you a, f- a funny story. My brother, when we went, and he'll be, he might be mad if I uh, say this, but I don't care because I paid for the hotel room. Uh, he said, can I borrow some of your clothes? And I said, what? And he's like, well, all I got are cowboy clothes, right? And I said, they don't, they don't care. Trust me. They don't care. Just be you. So he's got his big belt buckle on, right, and his Wrangler jeans. You saw the photo. Oh, down yeah. There. And the Golden Knights guys were like, He's a real cowboy. I'm like, yeah, I told you. They, they still exist. <laughs> the Golden Knights were like, he's right in front of you. <laughs> so that was fun. I'm just, they don't put on any airs. That's right. You don't got to wear a suit to go to the damn game. Be you. Have fun. Have fun. Um, breaking news. Clark has just informed me that TSN 1050 Trana has deleted the tweet. No. <laughs> yeah. I never thought they would. Can you put it up again, guys? What? In the back for those that just tuned in and didn't see it. For those guys. Because who... I retweet right there. You're home for Toronto sports. Raptors, Blue Jays, Toronto FC. What am I missing? Leafs. Leafs and Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> like, it just doesn't even fit in there. We're the, we're the guys now. They've deleted it. But we got the screenshot. Right? We're the guys who screenshotted the tweet now that they deleted it. <laughs> oh, here it is. This tweet has been deleted. I, I wish, in a way, they hadn't done that. What's that conversation going on in the TSN 1050 offices today? Uh, so, now the question is, are they going to come out with a new one, and is it going to have McLeod Bethel-Thompson on the front page? Or pinball? Or, like, is there going to be an Argo? You can't put it up now. It's over. <laughs> you know they're thinking about it. The conversation's happening. Guess we'll see. <laughs> oh, I can't oh, by wait. the way, Cynthia writes in. She says, love the bunny hug. Golfing in Pittsburgh today. Beautiful, sunny day here. I thought she was in Saskatoon. Thanks for tuning us in from uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Habs for life. For- <laughs> Did you see the guy from Vancouver writing? They deleted it. We win. <laughs> I love it. Shame them into deleting the tweet. I love it. Power, power is defined by your ability to enact change. Is that right? Right. And 
this group, which means everybody watching and us, have made this happen. Oh, we, yeah, we, right. We gained a little power no, today. No, it's not us. <laughs> it was the whole country jumped well, on their back. That too. Probably a call from Randy Ambrosi like, hey, guys, what, WTF? Yeah. A uh, farmer in Saskatchewan watching on YouTube says, as they should have. Maybe have the Toronto Rock, too? I see somebody said, who's got the Rock's broadcast rights? And Andy McNamara wrote in and said, Rogers, i.e. Fan 590. Yeah. The original and biggest all-sports radio station in the country, the Fan 590. I do already like me some Fan 590. But around here, you think you want to think of local radio wars in Regina, whether you got you know the rights holder at CKRM or you got the competition at Rolco, they both put riders on their billboards, right? Like, they'll both say, we're the home for rider coverage. So, I mean, if your sport's big enough, it doesn't matter if you're the rights holder or not. They'll talk about you. They'll promote you. Dar Netzil watching on YouTube says, TSN is talking about you, Rod. Oh, don't. Don't talk about me. <laughs> what are they saying? Do we want to know what they're saying? Somebody hit the record button and send us the video. <laughs> what are they saying, Dar? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Clark just says in my ear, what are you, Rod? CFL? You don't want people talking about you? Yeah. Well, I'd like to know what they're saying. Is that so bad? Jeff in Winnipeg says they should have put Laurent Duvernay Tardif on that ad. No, they shouldn't. They don't carry Kansas City Chiefs games, to, to, to my knowledge. Right. A sports update Thomas Tatar. They call him Tuna, you know. Thomas Tatar. Yeah. His nickname's Tuna. Yeah. Scored two goals as the host Montreal Canadiens defeated Toronto 4 2 to end the Maple Leafs six game win streak. Meanwhile, Brady Kachuk scored twice. Connor Brown extended his franchise record goal scoring streak to eight games. And the Ottawa Senators beat the Winnipeg Jets 4 2 at home. By the way, he and I were calling uh, the Pats and Ice. Yes, I didn't see the Sens game and Jets. But, Darren, am I out of line of thinking somebody should have grabbed Brady Kachuk and, as my Australian friends say, take the piss out of him? Yeah. Did anybody even go near Brady Kachuk other than just mouthing off at him yesterday? Because if they did, I didn't see it. Nobody. It's not going to happen anymore. No. Cole Perfetti, Mum's Spaghetti, had two goals and an assist, and Nathan Todd added three helpers as the Manitoba Moose down the Belleville Senators 5-1 Monday night in the A. C.J. Cease, Bobby Lynch, and Jeff Mallott also scored for the Moose, who got 15 saves from Mikhail Bernay. Jonathan Aprisrot potted the lone goal for the Senators. Philip Gustafson stopped 33 of 38 in defeat. Kyle Higashioki, let me get say that again. Kyle Higashioka homered twice to support Garrett Cole, and the New York Yankees beat Toronto 3-1 in the Blue Jays' temporary home at their spring training ballpark. Cole allowed one run and three hits in six innings, struck out eight, and walked one. Jay starter Robbie Ray didn't allow a hit before Rugnan Odor singled with one out in the fifth. And the pitcher followed with a 416-foot opposite field shot to right center for a 2-1 lead. Sorry, he wasn't pitching. Higa Shioka. I'm sorry I wasn't watching the game. I was doing hockey. This sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you... Wings. We'll be back. I see we've kicked the hornet's nest of the comments. Okay? 
So we'll get to you next with viewer takeover. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk. For Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. And that's your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Lots going on. A lot of Winnipeg viewers. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, glad to hear you commenting on Cole Perfetti's big game last night. He is looking like a force. Possible heir apparent to Shifley is the Jets' number one center. And Patrolman Pete says, uh, the OHL not playing this season will benefit Perfetti and the Jets. The Curling Report is brought to you daily by... Verge Agriculture out of Calgary, and we got big news, Darren. I don't know if you saw it. Curling's Humpty's Champions Cup in Calgary has been pushed back a day. What I got out of that is Humpty's. They perfected the pan scrambler. Yes. First one I ever had was Humpty's, and you never forget your first. Any other pan scrambler is a waste compared to Humpty's Mexican pan scrambler. Yeah, jalapenos. Spicy cheese sauce. Back to curling. The first of two Grand Slams was scheduled to open Wednesday morning, but Rogers Sportsnet announced Monday the first draw is now Thursday at Noon Mountain. The final will be played Monday instead of Sunday. A Sportsnet spokesperson said the delay allows more time to change the sponsorship logos and restore the ice at Windsports Mark and McPhail Center because the delayed Men's World Championship final did not finish there until midnight Sunday. The Humpty's Champions Cup allow, uh, sorry, followed April 20th to the 25th by the Princess Auto Players Championship offers a combined $560,000 in prize money. The top-ranked women's and men's team in the world are in the 24-team fields, including five-time world champion Nicholas Eden of Sweden, former world champions Brad Gushu and Kevin Cooey of Canada, and reigning Canadian champions Carrie Anderson and Brendan Botcher. Woo, it's a big tourney, man. Huge. The Grand Slams are Calgary's fifth and sixth events among seven held in a controlled environment without spectators to avoid the COVID-19 virus. Anderson will represent Canada in the Women's World Championship April 30th to May 9th in Calgary. The conclusion of the Men's World Championship was delayed because four participants tested positive for the virus last week. All four subsequently tested negative in a round of retesting. The World Curling Federation said yesterday they were false positives. Playoff and semifinal games were postponed from Saturday to Sunday. Curling report for Verge Agriculture, helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field. Try Verge's precision farm tech software for free today at vergeagriculture.com. I know we got less than a minute left in this segment, so we don't have time to face off. But it's So they're replacing the ice. Don't nail me to the cross here. I'm just talking. I'm just spitballing here. You understand, Darren. Oh, yeah. I, I was reading on the weekend. The CDC has changed their stance, changed their stance on the COVID, on the virus, saying it's not, it's a one in 10,000 chance that you could get it off a surface. And I'm thinking about, we spent a year of how much cleaning and how much cleaning, washing our hands I washed raw. All my I'm groceries. not saying we shouldn't. I'm telling you what I read from the Associated Press. So my wife, she was just talking about the virus and stuff, and she's kind of hyper. Uh, she's her caution's heightened from what it's been in the last year. Yeah, and she was just like something about, "Did you wash that? Did you wipe that?" And I said, "No, 
one in one one in ten thousand chance now, Cindy, of this. And she's like, I don't care. I don't want to be the one. But see how it's changed. Yeah. And as we've learned, uh, the health of people are watching this show. They're monitoring social media. So I'm not saying anything. Just saying things are changing <laughs> as we go. What are you thinking? Next hour, Nick Lewis and his guy, Gerald Smiley. And we'll see what else is going on. Stick around after the break. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.